with you. Hey, it's Michael Barbaro from the New York Times. Has the New York Times got an exclusive on the investigation? To find out, we need more details. We're going to go back and listen to what these jurors had to say. It's Wednesday, October 9th. Hello? Hey, Michael. It's Michael. Hey, Michael. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. So the investigation has kicked off. We're on the road to hearing some jurors. The crime's committed. <laughs> right, we're here. And we're there for the first time hearing from the prosecutors. So they're led by Joshua Drattel, the country's top national prosecutor. And they're led by this person who's known for his ability to screen potential jurors. And who just happens to be the president's chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney. And you don't really hear much from him in this. You never recognize him as the person who's presiding over these cases. They get it from the president, and that's how we're going to get the jurors. Right, right. But he's not going to be a particularly helpful or helpful witness for us. Mm-hmm. And so what we hear is what happens. A judge denies a request by Republicans in Congress to depose Drattel. Republican congressmen in the House of Representatives want to depose him, and they want to withdraw the request after the judge rules against them. What a difference a judge makes. So, according to these rules, the prosecutor can withdraw at any time without a vote in the committee, on any day to do so. And what's the difference? The difference is a judge that just doesn't get to come and tell the jury, you know what, you can keep him in the dark or you can recall him. And because of the rules of evidence that we are used to, a bunch of Republicans in the Senate can recall him anyways. And you don't really lose your privilege of acquittal if you don't remember him. Mm-hmm. And now that we're back, it's like, oh my god, this is happening again. We haven't even heard from McMulvaney yet. Mm. I'm a little confused about the concept of recall. Recall is when the defense or prosecution is convinced that the judge is not fair, that the judge is biased, that the judge is biased. And recall is when the defense or prosecution thinks the judge is biased against them. And recall is when the defense or the prosecution thinks the judge is biased against them because they woke up one day and saw the judge you might be biased against. And they think, ooh, this is the one that's rigged this trial. And so they're already kind of worried that he's going to be gone. And so they're already thinking he's going to leave. And that means we're probably going to hear from Mick Mulvaney soon. And for Republicans, it's not about this scheme. It's about putting their best testimony out there. The more they show, the more his support among Republicans grows. So they're already thinking that this hearing is a kind of vote of no confidence in Mick Mulvaney? Oh, absolutely. I think he's done far more than that. He's, he's made clear repeatedly that we're not confident that he has the evidence to support what he's trying to do. So he's undermining the credibility of these experts at the table. He's making it harder to argue that we're making any progress towards the truth when he's just taking them out on the side of his own credibility. And if he's just followed his own instructions, everything he said would be exactly what the impeachment managers wanted to hear because they're just trying to discredit these experts in their testimony. That is a very unusual scene. On Monday, we'll get to where his attorney is in the battle between the White House and Congress. And this is a battle he hasn't really been able to sustain a whole lot of momentum in the last couple of weeks. I don't think he knows what he knows. He doesn't know how this is the truth. I don't know what he doesn't know. Well, he does know how this is the truth. I mean, it's not like I've been walking around Cambridge all day reading material that I have to defend to the NIH committee, which I'll watch over. I mean, there was this recent example where he was asked a question about this, you know, impeachment. And he basically said, I have my theories, my theory about why this happened. And his attorney basically cut him off and said, you're wasting your time. You have to put your theory on the record. And so that's kind of the one thing you can do. 
And it just seems like they've been, they've been, they've been fighting it like there's no tomorrow. Okay, they're in the process of trying to do that. We'll have to see where that takes us. I'm Michael Barbaro. This has been Great Political Thinking 2020. All episodes of Great Political Thinking 2020 are written by a machine learning model. Check out greatpoliticalthinking2020.com to find out more about the process behind the show. This episode featured performances from Christina Dacanay, Patrick Warren, and Sam Crystal, with production and direction contributions from Emily Zhao. Our logo is designed by Christina Dacanay. I'm Sylvan Jung. This is Great Political Thinking 2020.